waves and the sea are commonly caused by wind, energy passing through water. Wind-driven waves are created by friction between wind and surface water. Beloved, there are also waves in this world and they are the waves of life. Ephesians 4.14 So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. The ESV, English Standard Version. And then our immaturity will end and we will not be easily shaken by trouble nor led astray by novel teachings or by false doctrines of deceivers who teach clever lies. The Passion Translation. That was Ephesians 4, 14. Let's go a little bit deeper, beloved. Let's read Ephesians 4, verses 10 through 14. I will be reading from the New Living Translation, the NLT. Verse 10. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. Now these are the gifts of Yahusha. Bible says Christ gave the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip the Kodeshim, or saints, the Bible says, God's people, to do his work and build up the called out assembly. The Bible says, and build up the church, the body of the Mashiach. Bible says, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of Alua's son. Bible says, God's son, that we will be mature in Yahusha, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Mashiach. Bible says, Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. 
You hear that, beloved? They sound like the truth. But sounding like the truth and being the truth is very, very different. Let's go on to James 1, verses 5 through 6. I'll read this in the King James Version. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of Yah, Bible says God, that give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let's read the same chapter and verse in the English Standard Version, James 1, 5 through 6. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask Yah, Bible says God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. One John four one, the New King James Version. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of Yah, Bible says, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now let's read it in the Passion Translation. Delightfully, loved friends, don't trust every spirit, but carefully examine what they say to determine if they are of Yah, Bible says of God, because many false prophets have mingled into the world. Let me read that version again. This is John, this is 1 John, chapter 4, verse 1. The Passion Translation. Delightfully loved friends, don't trust every spirit, but carefully examine what they say to determine if they are of Yah, if they are of God, because many false prophets have mingled into the world. The waves of life. The flesh causes friction between the soul, and the soul is your imagination, feelings, emotions, etc. And the spirit, which is your true self. And this is brought upon us by the pains and cares of the world. 
one big contributor to this friction between the two, between the flesh and the spirit, is compromise. I think we should hear that again. The flesh causes friction between the soul and the spirit and is brought upon us by the pains and the cares of the world. And one of the biggest contributors to friction, to this friction between the two, the flesh and the spirit, is compromise. Now, beloved, let me remind you, we are a spirit. We have a soul. Imaginations, feelings, emotions, our thoughts, our intelligence. And we live in a body, a flesh body, the flesh. But we are not just flesh and blood. We are not flesh and blood. We are a spirit. And the flesh is just our earth suit. That's what makes us legal here on earth because spirits are illegal on earth. That's why the set-apart spirit, the Holy Spirit, has to live in us. He dwells in us. And that's why demonic spirits want to possess a person, a body, or an animal or something because they need a body to work through. They are illegal without a body. So remember... Your body is very important on earth only because this is what gives you the right to be on this earth. Once you lose that earth body, your spirit goes back to the Father. Remember, we are a spirit. We have a soul. And we live in a body. Let's read Galatians 5, verses 16 through 26 in the New Living Translation. And this one teaches on living in the root kadush, living in the set-apart Holy Spirit's power. Verse 16, so I say, let the set-apart rook the Holy Spirit guide your lives then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves the sinful nature which is the flesh wants to do evil which is just the opposite of what the Rook the Spirit wants and the Rook the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires these two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Rook, the set-apart spirit, the Holy Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Musha. The Bible says Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, 
lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of Yahuwah. The Bible says, will not inherit the kingdom of God. But let the set-apart group, Bible says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Let me read that again. But the set-apart rook, the Holy Spirit, produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Yahusha Mashiach, those who belong to Jesus Christ, the Bible says, have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the tree, the Bible says, to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Rook, by the Spirit, let us follow the Rook's, the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Beloved, there are huge ways in this world. We cannot be like the sea, tossed to and fro, believing one thing today, another thing tomorrow, being happy and uplifted today and down tomorrow. Yes, beloved, there are waves in this world and they are the waves of life. Let's recap. Now the waves of life we're talking about is the flesh causes friction between the soul and the spirit. And the fr this friction is brought upon us by the pains and the cares of this world. Now, Remember, what is our soul? Our imaginations, our feelings, emotions, uh, intellect, thoughts. And what is our spirit? That's us. That's our true self. Do you know you've, you've never really seen you? I've never really seen me. We can't see our spirit. 
we see our shell, our flesh, that I like to call our earth suit. <laughs> you know, when you're going to space, they have to have a space suit. And on earth, we have to have an earth suit, and it is the flesh. And also, I want to remind you that one big contributor to this friction between the two, between the flesh and the spirit, is, you got it, compromise. Compromise. The Father is absolutely, totally, completely against compromise. Let's talk about what a compromise is. A compromise is a situation in which people accept something slightly different from what they really want or believe because of circumstances or because they are considering the wishes of others. They're giving up on what they really believe and going by what someone else wants. Compromise is also to give in to someone or something in which you accept less than you really want or do something you really don't want to do. Beloved, the word makes it clear that Yah, our Father, does not condone compromising. He has standards, high standards, his standards. Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of Yahuwah. The Bible says the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments, to keep your commandments carefully. You'll find that in Tehillim, Psalms 119, verses 1 through 4. Psalms 119, 1 through 4, and I was reading from the NLT verse, the New Living Translation. Beloved, that is what's happening so much in the church, in the assemblies, in this world. Compromise. People doing, doing things that they believe in their heart is wrong because what someone else says are to fit in, to be accepted, or to not get hurt, or to not lose something, to not lose a job or to lose a spouse or a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You do not compromise the commandments of the Father, any of the words of the Father. I know there are some people, they'll do something or they'll take a medication 
that they didn't believe in, they really didn't want to take, but everybody else said that they, you should, you should. So they do it. They compromise. But inside, they're thinking, you know, I, I, it's not right. I really didn't want to do it. So you're going against what you believe. And, you know, Scripture says, if you do something that you believe is wrong, in, in your heart, you believe it's wrong, but you do it anyway, it's a sin for you. Because you feel like you're sinning, you're doing something wrong, even if, even if, if it, you were, it was a mistake, but you feel it's wrong, then it is a sin for you. For instance, just an example, you believe, say if you believe smoking cigarettes is a, is a sin, but someone gets you, talks you into smoking anyway. Now, in your heart, you believe that's a sin. So when you, you smoke, you've sinned because in your heart, you said it was a sin. You thought it was wrong. Yeah, that's, that's just an example. You know what I mean? I mean, the Bible doesn't say that smoking cigarettes is, is a sin. But it does talk about how we're to take care of the temple. His temple. Or pork. Say, you believe eating pork is wrong. You believe what the Old Testament, the scripture says, that it, it is an abomination. But you compromise because someone's saying, oh girl, that's just silly. You can, you can eat that. Don't, you know, don't, make, don't make me feel bad. And you compromise and you do it. And inside you feel like it's wrong where you do it anyway. That's a sin for you. That's what scripture says. There's so many, so many things we have to watch out for. Integrity is so important. Joyful are people of integrity. And keeping your word is very important. So, so many people, I can say most people don't keep their word these days. Or they don't think of the word being, their word is not important. For instance, you may think this is small. You say you're coming to my house and you're going to be here at 1030. Well, you get here, get there at 11 o'clock. And she's like, oh, oh, sorry, girl. I, um, I left a little late. You didn't call. You, you, so you lied. See, people think, they don't think of it that that's a lie. Or this is a better example. Oh, you're supposed to go to someone's house. And they call you, say, are you there? Oh, yeah, girl, I'm, I'm 10 minutes away. But you haven't even left your house. You on your, your cell phone. You lied. I'll be there in 10 minutes. You you knew you weren't. You were telling them that to, to make it easy for you then. You lied. But see, a lot of people don't think of that as a lie. Uh, you know, I'll be there in five minutes. And they get there in 25 minutes. That's not a person of integrity. In Psalms 15, it says, we must keep our word even to the hurt to our own hurt when it, when it talks about what people will be in the kingdom 
people who don't compromise, people who keep their word, even to their own hurt. If I told you I was gonna loan you $50, I had 100, and I said, hey, I can, I'll share it with you, I'll give you half, but I lost $50, so now I only have 50. But I told you I was gonna give you that 50. You made plans for it. And then if I come to you and say, I'm sorry, I knew I said I was gonna give you that 50, but I lost $50, so all I have is 50 now, I can't give it to you. People, somebody say, yeah, well, that's right. No, that is wrong. That is a sin. You broke your word. You are to keep your word to your own hurt. That person who you promised to give that $50 to had nothing to do with you losing that money. And that's, you know, that's the way we have to be. I never thought of that in time. When I read that in the scripture, I even introduced it to a pastor. He's like, where is that? Where is that in the word? <laughs> and when they read it, it's like, Oh, so the right thing to do would be, it's like, yes, I lost it, but I told you, I gave you my word. I told you I was going to give it to you. So here, I got to give it to you. Now, I know that would be hard, but the father would bless you. Ah, I didn't know how I get up in that, but that's something that a lot of people, they think, They don't think like that. Or saying I'll be there in 15 minutes, but you get there in 35 minutes. They think, think it's okay. Sometimes people will tell you something just for the moment so that you won't be upset at that moment. They know they're gonna be late, but You can compromise the truth. So, you know, we can bring a lot of the waves in this world upon ourselves. The waves of life by not being true to the word, by not having integrity, by not standing for righteousness. If you don't have something that you stand for, you fall for anything. If you don't have something that you believe in so strongly that you're willing to die for what you believe, you'll fall for anything. You'll give in to anything. Those who save their lives shall lose it, and those who lose their lives shall save it. I never understood that was younger, but I understand now. What do you believe? What do you really believe? What are you willing to stand for, no matter what? Let that, let that be what the Father says. The, the Father's words, obeying the Father, what He says, that you're willing to stand for it. Well, I think I better end this. <sighs> Beloved, thank you for 
just being here. Some days are easier than others. But every day is a good day. Because Yah has made it. And because we were able to open our eyes another chance to complete our assignment that we would that the Father gave us. Another chance to fulfill his purpose for our lives. Okay, beloved, thank you. Thank you for joining me here at Heart to Heart. From the Father's heart to your heart. Until we meet again, beloved. Yah willing, of course. Stay strong. See you next time, family and friends.